Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And you're listening to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. Episode 36 of Black Girl Brunch. If you wanna, you know, you wanna be for real, for real. 36. All right, what's, no, nothing's cool about number 36. <laughs> but you know what, it's okay, cause we just climbing on up there and we'll be in the 40s soon. It's the climb. Wow, you just sang Miley Cyrus on Black that's, Girl Brunch. It does, it song. does. I'm not gonna lie. I just was thinking about that. I'm like, if I, I want to delete Miley Cyrus's existence, but Party in the USA and the Climb were. <laughs> those are iconic bars. Anyway, not gonna talk too much about that. But those songs, they were really, really good. What'd you do this weekend? Um, I just uh, moped in um, sadness. Wow, that sounds like that weekend. <laughs> no, take no. I I forgot. I always forget what I do on the weekend when you ask me. I went to see Black Panther. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk um, about that now. I know. I was about to go see it on Friday, and I went to go see it on... No, you went to go see it on Thursday. It's Thursday? Yeah, because Friday we was all supposed to go out and it canceled. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Thursday. I went to go see it on Thursday, and I just was in the house. Okay, and then okay, you went. She went and saw it again with me on Sunday. But I actually had to play nurse because my mom went out of town for her birthday. My little brother got sick, so turns out I know how to break a fever. So yeah, I was about to say we all was. Um, oh yeah, my, my, my mom was. <laughs> it was collective. <laughs> Sabria, mom, me, we all was like monitoring my little brother fever. My little brother is like. He he doesn't give a shit about me, truly. Like, my youngest little brother. Like, he doesn't care where I'm at in the house as long as, like, I'm alive. He don't care if I leave as long as I bring him back snacks. But I was about to go on Friday, and he was going to be home by himself. I was like, you want me to leave? He was like, no. I'm like, oh, you a baby now. Mm-hmm. Ain't that funny how it works? Big old 15-year-old man in the other time, but you get a little fever. And look, <laughs> look who you come climbing back to. Big shook. sis. <laughs> he was shook. Yeah, but he's doing good now, and... Yeah, so we saw some Black Panther. Um, and you know what? This is, well, you'll be listening to this tomorrow, which will be the 28th, the final day of Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So in honor of Black History Month, um, our fave four for this week are going to be our four favorite things we love about being black. Yes, which is very hard to just narrow down to four things. Very hard when being black is magical. It is. Um, so... One thing I really love about being black is our sense of humor. Yep. Like, black people make things so much funnier. Like, um, my cousin had posted a meme earlier today and was like, it was like, black people hate um, saying their name at the door. Like, you like, who is it? And it's like, it's me. Like, and I'm like, yo, that's so true. Like, it's just little stuff that, like, black people do that. I'm like, oh, I never even thought of that. Like, it's just so funny. Like, how the fact that, like... Black people think that, like, ginger ale is, like... A med- cure. It's medicine. Like, they think it's a cure. That's why I don't even, like... <laughs> for me to see somebody drink ginger ale just, like, and not a be sick. day, that shit blows my mind. I know, because when you see somebody drinking ginger ale, the first thing you say is your stomach hurting. Yeah. They're like, no, I just fucking... I like or Canada you, Dry. Yeah, like, mm. that shit blows my mind seeing people, like, <laughs> drink ginger ale. So that's funny. Um, also, I love... Um, our hair, like hair, like how wow. we just have different hairstyles, mm-hmm. um, and it's all like it's just art, and people want it so bad. And it's yes, like, they want it so. They, they do, think they, they want stupid. it. They think they want it, um, but they really, really don't. And. I just switched out here on my list because you just said it. Because obviously that's one of my favorite things about being black. But just the. Like, you know, historically looking at how we used to wear our hair, like, I was looking at this um thing. It was like, okay, say it's 1990, this and the other, and you're going out. Oh, which yeah, hairstyle? Yeah, yeah, which hairstyle would you pick? And it was like the spritzed up updo and the braids. And I'm like, you can look back historically. Like, they might have, other, like, cultures may, may have worn, like, shaved hair or big hair, but we're the ones who have the braids, mm-hmm. the spritz, the cuts. And I'm like, it's really some, it's a huge part of our culture and a, a lot of white women they'll be like oh damn man I wish I could do that with my hair and to be smart I usually say it's not that preventing you from you know changing <laughs> your hair but in all actuality they can't mm-hmm. that's it's us it's a it's a us thing the full locks and I, it's definitely one of my favorite parts too yeah mm-hmm. um also I love my skin like mm-hmm. I just love being like a brown person like I feel like I just look 
great because I'm like a brown person. Like I just love like looking at our skin and like shout out to like dark skinned people. Like honestly, yes, it's just like you know even skin. Well, even though my skin isn't even, it's just like just beautiful. I just feel like we just have such beautiful skin. Absolutely. Um, also, my last one was fuck. What was my last one? Damn it. My last okay, so humor, skin, hair, hair. Um oh like how we celebrate things. Yes. Um I love like how people are just loud, it's always food, mm-hmm. people, you know, moving, it's always like babies around. Exactly. It's very like tight nick. Yes. You know, <laughs> It, it, it's a very, like, warm vibe. And obviously, we're speaking to the very positive side of just being black. Like, yeah. But when you're the happiest at, like, you know, a function, it's really nothing like it. It's nothing mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, because, like, when I went to college, um, well, first of all, when I was younger, I didn't think that white people had cousins. <laughs> and I'm kind of still right because, like... <laughs> Um, and white people, like, when I went to college and people were saying, like, they didn't talk about their cousins and they didn't say, like, they lived with their cousins. Like, that is so fucking strange to me when people have never lived with their cousins. Yeah, you ain't live with if your cousin or if your cousin ain't live with your grandma at least once. Yeah. I'd be like, damn. Or, like, if your cousin's not in the, like, arm's reach of you. Like, yeah. that shit is so weird to I feel me. like in black families, cousins are just, like, second siblings. Yeah, that's why when people will be like, oh, my gosh, being an only child, like, you must have been so bored. I'm like, wasn't that, wasn't alone that much. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> not alone. I was only child for five years, and I could literally remember going to bed alone and waking up with my cousins <laughs> in my bed from, like, their parents having to go to work and kind of, like, dropping them off. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just a real sense of, like, closeness that we get, you know? Yeah. Okay, so that's good faith for um The first one on my list is our style. Like, I love um just historically speaking as soon as black people really got a chance to worry about things like style we took it over and we made it our own like Mm -hmm. from the black panthers to like the 70s like the afros and like you know like the salt and pepper look like i just love our style and the sauce that we put on everything that we touch everything that we Mm -hmm. touch we create fashion and we create the trends like Mm -hmm. black people decide what's cool like i don't care what you say like we decide what's cool hip-hop is so new you know, for it to have this much of an influence on just, like, advertisements, for it to have this much of an influence on fashion, it's crazy to me. Because look at all the other genres who have been around forever, and they're not bringing in the money, and they're not bringing in the excitement mm-hmm. the way that hip-hop is. Because I've been thinking about that, because, like, when I was in, like, high middle school, high school, I was so heavy into, like, rock music. And, like, rock, like, people, like, they had, white people was pumping out bangers after bangers like rock but like now I'm like where the fuck what happened to that music like yeah. that shit is whack now like they not putting out like the bangers and the hits that they did when like MySpace was jumping and stuff I'm like yo that shit really like fell off and like and I like the fact that like hip hop has kind of taken over that like yeah. like a lot of like hip hop artists Uzi, are rock stars Rico Nasty yes. even Rihanna like they yes. know how to be rock stars so it's like we don't fucking need y'all for anything <laughs> yeah. for anything now but um the second is uh the same thing you said like the way we joke like the way that we bid on each other in my household and in my family is relent list is so funny and just like the memes from like black thanksgiving what's that photo of like dej loaf in that fur coat it was like <laughs> how your bougie auntie show up yep. and it's jokes that like without the internet we would have no clue that so many people had in common like the fact that if the macaroni and cheese ain't baked we don't trust it if it ain't browned on the top we don't trust it like i love you know just that humor that you know is formed on truth mm-hmm and the way we party, again, I know you said this, but, you know, our line dances, when you, I feel like I can go fly to Texas and go to a black people's cookouts and I'm going to experience the same thing. Yeah, black people I feel are like, just fun. We're yeah, just fun. Universally. Yeah. I feel like I can go, um, you know, obviously 
there are different types of black people, but like black Americans, I feel like we our culture is so similar. No, no matter where you go, you pretty much gonna have the same food. You gonna hear Frankie Beverly. <laughs> you going to whether you mm-hmm. want to or not. You're gonna hear like you know certain songs, and I just love that. And the last is like you know our resilience and our acceptance because never forget that just a few years ago we weren't even allowed to be in the same classrooms as certain people. And, you know now mm-hmm. black women are the most educated minority, and we just we take so much shit historically, and I feel like no none of us back down, and we're so accepting. Yeah, like we're so accepting. I mean, we got some work to do, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, you know, the gay community and the trans, like, um, men and women. But I just feel like from a larger scale, we catch on much quicker than yeah. everybody else. If you look at us from the past 100 years to now, so much has changed. White people have not gone through all the terror that we've gone through mm-hmm. in the past 100 years, and we're still, like, at their fucking neck, and we're not taking our foot off their neck. Exactly, and, like, to, uh, like piggyback off of that i was watching a bronx tale for the first time um yesterday mm-hmm. and have you seen that movie i've seen it a while a bronx ago. okay yeah. so it's a good movie by the way but i'm um, like the premise is basically the movie is like this young italian it's a coming of age story it's of, like you this, date the black girl yeah, yeah this young italian uh kid well the crazy thing is i was watching the movie with my parents and like i remember being when i was younger my mom was telling me that and my mom was not that old. Mm-hmm. She was saying that, like, Italians used to chase, like, there was a library um, somewhere, um, like, in West Philly, like, uh, near here, like, where mm-hmm. we record, because my mom grew up around here. And to cross, like, this bridge, whatever, there was these Italians, and they chased my mom mm-hmm. with, like, sticks and stuff. What the fuck? And a she, mob? Yeah, and she, like, fucked them up, like, letting them know that like, I'm tired of this. And my mom was not that old. And, like, mm-hmm. that's just like crazy to think in my mother's lifetime that's happened yeah that's so crazy and my dad was uh saying that on 69th street even Mm -hmm. there was a certain time a night that like you just did not go over there because Mm -hmm. they would come out with like hockey sticks and shit and like uh, yeah yeah, irish and italian people and i'm like that is so crazy like and just to see them like you know be in you know society now and like not hold you know prejudice and stuff i'm just like that is just so so wild exactly you know they get they get got terrorized by white people as children then they go to work and go hey what's up bob hey what's up diane you know it's no hostility because we have to move forward and like obviously that causes a lot of trauma but at the end of the day i'm i choose to think of it as resilience because you have to push through yeah so those are my favorite things about you know just being a black girl um all right now it's time to toast for assist um this week we're toasting to ruth e carter who was the black panther designer she was a designer behind all those super cool afro futuristic costumes that shit was everything and i know it shouldn't be shocking that a black woman designed those black costumes but so many times like we were just um if you're going to see black panther there's this preview about these dogs in was it japan or china a korea it's a korea okay so it's these dogs. The Wes Anderson movie. In Korea, and it's like an animated movie. And you look at the credits. This is supposed to take place in Korea. Fucking Bill Murray. Bill Murray. All these white men playing this playing the for this Korean movie. And it's not, that happens so often where it's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna pick this white woman to design all these Afro-futuristic no. So shout out for um to Ruth because she fucking nailed it. She, she nailed it and she didn't just think of Africa as a country. She pulled and picked from different tribes mm-hmm. to like find inspiration, which is respectful. If you ask me, like that could be very hard. Um, I don't know if she's African, American or Caribbean or what, but I know for, as for me, as a black girl when you want to get inspired by African things but you have no African identity so you have to do your research if you're going to get inspired by Mm -hmm. different African cultures yeah and also it made sense for her to pull from different like uh, countries because Wakanda Wakanda is yeah (laughs) yeah so that was great and I think what she did was she pulled the things that we all the most elaborate things like Mm -hmm. that big uh, I don't know what it's called that thing that was in that guy's mouth with the green like a disc yeah it was like a disc in his Mm -hmm. mouth Um, and then um, 
the rings that were around, like the women's neck. Like mm-hmm. these are things that we all think about that flash through our mind, but we can't necessarily identify them to a certain region. But she did, and yeah. she played on a lot of colors that were like you know important to different regions. I just really like the respect that came with it. Mm-hmm. So. Good for her. And since we talking about Black Panther, <laughs> let's just go on into tea time. Um, so we saw it for a second time on Sunday. Yep. Well, you, a third. Yeah. <laughs> third we saw time. it a third time. I don't know why that's bugging me so much that you yeah, saw it for relax. a third time. I'm not even high stronger at it. It's what not is, you. Huh? You jealous? I don't. I think I am. I feel like she's more of a fan than me, and I'm not okay with that. Like, no, I don't know. that's not true. I know that it sounds silly, but I, I was holding it in since you told me. I was like, oh, you're going to see it again without me. Great. And then you know, I was like, kind of a little bit sleepy when we went on Sunday, so I just feel like shit. I feel, I feel racist. Like, no, I was not. I was making sure you did not go to sleep. I kept on pumping. You. That was surreal. You was hitting me so hard because I remember. I'll never forget that one time I tried to wake you up, and I was literally jumping on your back, and you would not wake up. You were like, hit, like I would. Okay, so they got new recliners at this movie theater, and they're comfortable as fuck. (laughs) And I was, like, a little dozing off. Like, I felt so bad about it. But you would, like, jerk my shoulder. I'm like, what the fuck? You would hit me so hard, I wouldn't know what happened. (laughs) I was making sure you was awake. Sabrina, you was like, no, the worst part about it is when I looked at you, I couldn't figure out if it was you or not because you did it so quick. Did you just push me? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I didn't know I was going there. Hard. Eric, she was slapping the shit out my shoulder. When I looked at her, she was staring straight at the screen. I'm like, what? What's happening? I didn't know. Like you was in church or something. Yeah, and I was just looking around like, am I jerking my own body or she just pushed me? I didn't know. Right. Well, um, so I, we saw it again, and I'm happy we needed to see it. I needed to see it again because the first time I was drooling. I was drool. I was excited because black people and superheroes and powers and Africa and Lupita and men. And I just, I just, I just didn't focus. And the first time I can remember not giving a fuck who took the throne. I didn't care who, if it was T'Challa, Mabaku, I didn't care if it was Killmonger. I genuinely didn't give a fuck. I had no sense of direction as to what was right, who was right. Because I'm like, they all deserve it. (laughs) Second time I had some clarity, I came in and I was like, all right, cool. I can focus on the plot. And then I, you know, start falling asleep a little bit. But... Well, from the second time I went, um, I got that Mubaku is fine, still fine as fuck. True. That's what I got. Very true. Um, I got that T'Challa is such a great leader. He's so calm, cool, and collective. Mm-hmm. And Killmonger was so hurt. He was. It was so much. Like, oh, my gosh. When he fucking said, imagine that, a kid from Oakland, believe it, a fairy tale. I was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. But we talked about this, man. Michael B. Jordan know how to die. He really He know how to is. die in a film. <laughs> I have seen him die in three films. <laughs> I mean, not three films. Three times on t- on the on the big screen. Yeah. And I'm sure he tried to die more. <laughs> but each time he die, he get this look and this glitch. I'm like, have you died before? How do I you know, know how to do this? Because that shit is crazy. Like... It is so sexy. I mean, good. The way he like acts, you know, he just Michael B. Jordan is. But so yeah, he talented. was. He was hurt, and like, like I'm glad that a lot of people are on the same page um, with him because like, you a lot of people understand like where his hurt comes from, and yeah. like it was because like everything was ripped away. Like imagine seeing like somebody that you love like just di- like dead. Yeah, and imagine knowing that these like. People in Wakanda have all this stuff to help kids like him when he was mm-hmm. growing up. All his friends, and just withhold it. Like Wakanda was very selfish. Like I understand why they did it, but at the end of the day, it's very selfish. Yes. It was cowardly. Yeah, it was. To, to like hold on to all those and resources. His, his people fucking, dying, his, slaves. Yeah, his fucking dad with his putting shoulders was like, oh, good. <laughs> He gonna um, look, just stare at the T'Challa. He was a true. You sure? You sure he was staring at T'Challa? Why they had that man eye doing it? That made me so mad. And like, oh my gosh, I love that when he got mad when uh, when T'Challa got mad. He was like, no more. Like, 
Oh my gosh, I just loved it. Yeah, because like that was shady. You gonna sit up here? He had that one shoulder um gown on. Yeah, told him come. Come, come. It's your time. Like now you. I'm fucking, not trying to die. So exactly chill. like as the elders, like you watching down. You know what the fuck is With going your on fucking sandals. Earth. Yeah, you know what's happening. You know, Killmonger. If you couldn't even bring his ass back to Wakanda because you thought he would cause too much trouble, well now he full grown and mad. So yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That was the truth that you cho- He was the truth. Like, also, like I was saying, I don't know if the technology was not that advanced then, because I don't know if they, like, could have saved his dad. Like, you know, you know how they put, like, the, the beads mm-hmm. in, like, Agent Ross's back? Like, I don't know if they yeah. could have done that. I think that was something that Shari just literally started Yeah, inventing. that's very true. Also, I just don't understand why he had to kill him. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I know you got cat like reflexes, but you couldn't have just like held knock the gun out of his hand. Yeah, knock the gun out and then take the bullet or something like that. He stabbed him with his fucking claws. I'm like, that was a little too dramatic for me. That was like I don't know. I'm not a fan of T'Challa's father. That's what I'm just gonna put out there. But we needed him because it made the story (laughs) so good. Forrest Whitaker is who I would delete him from the film. (laughs) I'm I feel like Forrest Whitaker always gotta play an African somehow. Some way, somehow. And he just, I don't, I'm just trying to think, what was it that Forrest Whitaker did for him to annoy me so much? I don't know. Exist? Probably. He had a bomb as, you said probably what, Eric? Probably something in his personal life. It might no, have, so, no, he's trying to be shady because, you know, I judge, um, I judge entertainers on their personal life. But, I mean. um, no, I just, I don't like, for, I just feel like he didn't need to be in the movie. They could have got any man to play that. Yeah, also, he did not look like the guy that was originally him that was in 1992. He didn't, he looked 30 times older. I know, that's the only thing. I'm like, yo, why the, the fuck did I'm about to say, that shit did. I did the math. Did not. I'm like, that shit did not add <laughs> did the fuck not up. Because um, them niggas was way older. Oh, also, Angela Bassett's lace front. What the fuck? Yeah, that shit was like... Who did that? That shit was what lace? Like, that shit was everything. I feel like she got in contact with Beyonce and was like, listen, so I got a film coming up and I need a wig. And <laughs> Beyonce shit. gave her her girl's number because that was a hell of a wig. That was a hell of a wig. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. I want that wig. Just white locks. That was beautiful. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, and one more. Not a criticism, but one thing I wish I heard more of was the soundtrack. Like, I felt like if Black Panther really didn't care about, like, white people, we would have heard Future. We would have heard Future do that noise. That's a personal thing. <laughs> I'm big enough to admit that. I'm big enough to admit Cause that. Because I was say, I like, you know what I really like? That, um, like, do do do. Yeah, like that. that the sound. drum noise. Yeah, yeah I love like that. I, I, I like did. that. Too. But I heard like several times where they played songs that wasn't in the soundtrack, and I'm like, why? But I feel like for the car scene, the that cha- was perfect. That was perfect. But I feel like they could have played the, the song with Future. Yeah, like they I feel like they were scared. I feel like they're scared a little bit. But it's alright. It's alright. We gonna baby <laughs> step into black shit. Cause if it was up to me, they would be. <laughs> They would be playing like back that ass up like at the ceremony. So I gotta, yeah, I gotta. That shit was. What was the other like criticism? Oh, when he said, "Oh my gosh," now that <laughs> shit, it was kind of like when he was like, "Wakanda forever." Like after, the, <laughs> yes. like I just can't. Like it just was like kind of like cringe. Like when he um, yeah, like looked, he turns around. Yeah, I'm like that shit was so corny. But keep in mind when we give these criticism. It's just fake criticism. We it loved is everything. It's a ten did. out of ten. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it, that's that's what comes with a superhero movie, especially a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's always like that shit corny. It's just like, funny because he just got stabbed. And he said, yeah. "Wakanda forever." <laughs> I'm like, "Nigga, you ain't hurting." Like, I know you're a Black Panther. I do, but you just got stabbed. Oh, also, like, um, oh, we speaking of that part. That's funny that you know that. I think I know what part you're talking about. Uh huh. But um, like the even the like the makeup of the scar. Like mm-hmm. you just like you gotta be reacting in some type of way if you don't have like yeah, powers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That you got freaking stabbed deep. Yeah, he yeah. got stabbed deep. And he he got, just kept fighting. Yeah, he this got stabbed. A deep. man who was like almost four or five feet taller than him. Well, maybe the adrenaline also. Yeah, like, his they, mom did scream. Show them who you are. Yeah, I felt like if I was fighting and my mom screamed, I'm like, damn, I'm my so mom like, seeing me get but my. But yeah, ass he should have been reacting to that. But also, it's he a, did. It's well, a he superhero. And he screamed. He screamed. He did. He was getting stabbed. Because like, he man. was bleeding from the mouth, wasn't he? I think that was... Oh, no, that was the second time. Yeah, because... Oh, you know what? That's another That's thing. The second fight, this is when I knew that I... Uh, 
was in my right mind. The first time when Killmonger and T'Challa <laughs> was fighting, I was like, this is great. Because <laughs> they was like in water fighting and stabbing each other. No shirt. And I was on. like, whoa, this is getting hot. But then the second time I was, I couldn't watch. I was on the edge of my seat. And when Killmonger, I didn't realize he picked him up like that. Yeah. Over his goddamn head. Yeah. And tossed his ass. <laughs> and I was and he said, <laughs> I was, he said, what? <laughs> this your king? This your king? And Lapita dad, the one with the disc in his mouth, looked like, I know. Wait, that was Lapita dad? Yeah. How did you put that together? I, didn't I don't know that. if that was his dad or not. Her dad or not. <laughs> what the fuck? I just, you really I, be lying. I feel like that's her dad because they were standing next Ima- to each other. Yo, Iman really just be lying. <laughs> I feel like that's her dad because they both had the same color on and was standing next to each other. Imam really no just because say she lies. no listen this is why I think this her dad because they were standing together and when they was all like asking any tribe got a fucking problem you want to stand up and um she was standing next to him that like that was the representative like that was the elder and that was the daughter so that's her that's our dad okay that's how I figure seems legit seems legit so she really just be anyway so we'll say time will tell <laughs> um so R Kelly decided that. <sighs> He should become a part of this excitement. No, somehow. Nigga. I don't know why R. Kelly talks. Like, he has to be Get the, the only fuck away from us. He acts like he don't know what the world say about him. Like, he act like we did not see him fucking pee on somebody. And he act like there aren't people who are right now saying that he's holding women captive. He act like we don't know he married Aaliyah. He act like I, I he wish I had that sense of fucking denial. First of all, the I, fuck? I'd be afraid to come out because I'm like, I don't want people to be like, dang, she got back rolls. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, look, she wearing a t-shirt and you can see I know, I'd be rolls. like so conscious about how I like face to my pictures i'm like i don't want to look too like you know people see me in real life they be like but this nigga fucking yes he just don't give a fuck um he gonna post a picture on twitter of a flight that looks like it's headed to wakanda and he said hell i'm on my way too amazing film hashtag wakanda forever (laughs) that's when i felt dirty because i'm like no when wakanda i guess it goes without saying that if they didn't want to let regular old blacks in (laughs) They definitely don't want to <laughs> let a fucking predator in. Like, you are who they're trying to keep out. I'm sure Fuck. there's no, no predators, no sexual predators yeah. in Wakanda. Fuck out of here. Like, he thinks because he wear a mask as a Pied Piper that he's similar to, like, these Marvel people, and he's mm-hmm. not. No, my nigga. Oh. Also, yeah, he didn't need to be under the Wakanda jail. But that also reminds me, I was talking about earlier again, shout out to Peter. He called me all the way from Helsinki, I think he's in. Wow. And we was talking about Black Panther and like seeing like a young like black girl in technology was like yes. so exciting. And I read online that a lot of the money from Black Panther actually went to this like um program to get like, I think it might have been in Oakland. I'm yeah. Not, to get like mm-hmm. kids in- interested in science, technology, engineering and mathematics I yep, think it's STEM. called STEM it is STEM <laughs> why well, I remember the name but not the like acronym <laughs> yeah, I'm like science technology and yeah so that's decent like it comes full circle like it mm-hmm. came full circle in a way that no other film has ever come so give us the money give black people more things not just reboots I'm just talking about original yes. things there's tons of talented writers actors mm-hmm. di- directors who could do it all dramas superhero mm-hmm. shit all of it so i love it and we are about to start getting into the comic books we yes. got some fucking tea oh come spill it tell that them. t'challa and mbaku were best friends yep. and they went to school in america yeah, so that changes everything. Yeah. And that means that we're going to see more of my baby dad, Mubaku, <laughs> in, um, in future movies. So. Yeah, and I'm trying to get to the bottom. Like, is Killmonger coming back? Like, I, I, I think Killmonger got to come back. They didn't let so many other heroes who, like, came back. But I don't know. He did fall kind of flat when he, he died. So. He fell flat as shit. His but, foot said, doom. Yep. <laughs> oh, well. But okay, we're gonna talk about Monique on the um the View and the Breakfast Club. So a lot of you um have known Monique has just been doing like a press round, trying to. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I don't watch full interviews because I just don't have the patience for that. Like I don't. Yeah. I take the clips. I look online. I see the highlights. And if it's something controversial, I'll try to see the full thing to put it in context so that I don't jump to conclusions. Mm -hmm. So it seems as though Monique just want to share her truth and she still is on to getting us to boycott Netflix thing. Now, Mm -hmm. what I will say is that I will not 
boycott Netflix. But I will, mm-hmm. however, support what Monique is saying because I feel like the more she stands up for herself, the angrier other people get. Yeah. The more they talk shit about her. And, like, um, Monique speaks auntie. Like, we were talking about that yeah. earlier. Like, Monique don't... <laughs> She's just speaking auntie, yeah. but every, nobody want to treat her like an auntie, and I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't understand why people are so mad. Like the the and the anger that people have is like like uh, massa gonna hear us anger. Like it's like that. You kind ought of thing. be happy that your fat ass got an opportunity. It's like that. Like they really just want us to be happy that she got an opportunity. Yeah, and, you know, especially I don't like the how Whoopi Goldberg like tried to dig up in her behind because she was talking about Oprah and she was talking about uh, I almost always forget his name Lee Daniels yeah. yeah and she was saying how the reason Monique was saying that the reason why a lot of people can only talk shit about her and can't sue her is because contractual, contractually she did nothing wrong mm-hmm. if they asked her to do press that she didn't get paid for she would not do it and because she would not be kind because being kind isn't in your contract you know, they would try to blacklist her. And I believe people will do that because they want you to be a yes man. Mm -hmm. And it's nice if you want to be, but if you don't want to be, I don't think it should be held against you. Yeah. And Whoopi was, like, getting so frustrated. You know, Monique, just stop. I'm like... Whoopi, you been problematic. <laughs> you been problematic, Whoopi. Like, honestly, we're not even going to go there. But Whoopi Goldberg, it's a yes, solid yes or no. She is never a gray area for me. Yeah. And she's reminds you of that opinionated teacher who tries to give you advice but steering you in the wrong direction. I know. She reminds me of the teacher that, um, that told me that God would be disappointed in me for fighting a, <laughs> a boy. And then the boy do something to you? He smacked my ass. Yeah, so. And that was not the first time. I got like, tired. you know what, young lady? You're going to learn to act like a young lady. Yep, just mm-hmm. like that. It's like, well, oh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I almost <laughs> said something about eyebrows, and it, it, they don't need to go there. So, um, also. <laughs> <You> basically did. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Um, also, you know, Monique was on The Breakfast Club, which was hilarious. <laughs> because she decided not to call Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne. She's like, you know what, Lenard? And I'm going to let you finish, sweetie. I'm going to let you finish, brother. But let me tell like, how do you just go on somebody's show and say, fuck your stage name? Like, imagine it. That's hilarious to me. It's funny, like, when I think about it. Because like, imagine, he didn't expect it. They were talking, and she's like, Lenard, he's looking like, the fuck? She's going to call me my real name? <laughs> But um, she kind of checked him about calling her the donkey of the day. So he was, she was like, when I come to my folks and I have to be donkey of the day, which you still haven't explained, Lenard, and you're going to have to, because when you make those types of statements about your sister to our community, um, what are you saying about black women who stand up for themselves, basically? And so he was just saying how you're using, I called you the donkey of the day because the only reason why you're talking is because... You know, this affects you versus blah, 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 which could very well be true. But Mm -hmm. a lot of people decide to speak up when something happens to them as well. So it's not like this is something, you know, $500,000, the more I think about it, the more insulting it becomes. But I just think that she should use her press tour as as a way to, like, move move away from that. You got a deal you did not like. Mm Mm-hmm. There is 100% a pay gap with women, but now what are you going to do about it other than just, like, what What do you want? Yeah. Like, I really still don't understand her message. I don't understand what she wants to sell. I don't understand the ROI of, like, going around doing this press tour. Yeah. Because people are not going, they're talking about you for sure. And I think she has some comedy shows coming up, but I just, her messaging is not clear. I think she want to check everybody, which yeah. is okay, too. I was going to say, what is the end game? Like, what is the goal? Yeah, I like that she chumped Angela Yee, though. Because she's a joke. Angela Yee probably is close to 40 years old, and she talks like she's 12. That's sad. That's she's like, sad. at the same time, Monique, I heard that you were, you know, not so nice to a lot of people I work with on the Ebony shoot. And like Monique said, say their names or keep that on the playground. Don't come to me about some he, she, she say stuff because that's nobody has the receipts on Monique when you really think about it. Yeah. All they have is what... She, Lee Daniel says she did, or but people heard. Nobody has any receipts on her, so free free Monique. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I I'm looking up. I want to look up um, Angela Yee. How old she is? Angela Yee. She the same height as me. 
She is 46. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no way. That's She's 46? Yeah. That can't be true. She's born in 1970s. She needs to take her old ass and quit. That's why she, you know, she sits there and she lets women get bullied. And then I realize it's because she's from the old school. She don't understand what's wrong. She ain't from that, that old school. I, said, I can't imagine my mom. No, but your mom there. is a different breed. So yeah. my mom, on the other hand, she may not have said that, but my mom is kind of, you know, she's kind of stuck in the past a little bit. 46. <sighs> wow. Grow up, literally. So another person who was on the Breakfast Club is Tipsy Hustle. I mean Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Knuckles. <laughs> what you call him that first time? No, that was you, Nipsey Hupple. No, you called him something else too. I did. And you was like, get a new name. <laughs> Sounds like me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, we. Yeah, Nipsey Hustle though. He went on the Breakfast Club and uh, he was just talking about his new album which i heard was really good a lot of the niggas love it so i guess it's already that's true the niggas was bopping the niggas was rocking to it so he was on there i'm talking about it and then for some reason they asked him about drug use and he said he don't he doesn't use drugs and a big reason why he doesn't is because of dr sebae's teaching (laughs) and he also uh mentioned dr sebae in one of his lyrics um he pretty much said (laughs) that um this is what he said. They killed Dr. Sebe. He was teaching health. I fuck with Rick Ross because he's teaching wealth. The fuck? <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> okay. So. That's all I can say. <laughs> but he kind of went in on the Breakfast Club uh, explaining how, you know, Dr. Sebe was killed. And damn, I got it. When say- I found out. These niggas had me thinking that Dr. Sebe was like fucking thirty seven. Like I know he was. A, he looked old. <laughs> Dr. Sebe was a smooth mid eighties. He looked old when I saw the picture, but I'm like, I don't know. Some niggas just be looking old. But I'm like, when I found out this nigga was like, let me see. This nigga was born eighty two. He was born nineteen thirty three. Yeah, first so of all, he died. First of all, let me just say something on some real shit. On some real shit. I don't even really want to make it to that age because I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be ugly. That's my thing, and I don't want to be not knowing <laughs> where my teeth at and where my asshole. Lit. Like I don't want to be just. I already have a hard but time that, holding in farts. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm gonna have to be. We're gonna have to talk through a wall or something because I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, you can never hold it. Eighty fucking two. Like I really thought this nigga was fucking. They was talking like this nigga was. Yeah, so Nipsey Hussle is going to do a documentary on Dr. Sebe. Dr. Sebe is like this holistic doctor who just preaches all who this. Who died like, of pneumonia. Who, like, who preaches all this extremism. And niggas, niggas love him. This is what I don't get. So many black people like Nipsey Hussle, like even Charlemagne and fucking, what's his name, um, DJ Envy, they like, yeah, yeah, because I, I feel like the government killed Dr. Sebe. They love him so much, but they ain't vegan. They be eating pot roast and, and everything else. As soon as you say, like, that's where the conversation for me ends. Like, once you fucking say that you're not vegan, my ears literally close. Yeah. And I, like, astral project out the room. Niggas swear that Dr. Sebe had the cure for HIV and AIDS. And what they don't realize is that Dr. Sebe, Dr. Sebe is an HIV and AIDS denialist. And that ideology is very dangerous it's very because dangerous. it's. It, and it enforces the idea that people with HIV or AIDS should not take their medicine and that they can just eat it out of them. That is That's fucking, not fucking dangerous. True. That is so, that is sensationalized in a lot of different places in Africa and there are people who are dying from it. So I'm not on anyone's side who thinks that, oh, somebody was like, uh, the cure for HIV and AIDS is in pineapple and the government shutting him down. Like, I know the government's fucked up. You're not going to tell me any differently. Exactly. But and I don't honestly, like that type of misinformation i don't either and you know everybody fucking knows my number one fucking enemy monsanto (laughs) but i will never even think like that no and like he has a special diet and now nipsey hustle is going to make a documentary because he beat a case and he has no clinicals proven that what he did cure hiv wikipedia said this nigga was a fucking quack yeah 
And how many which kids? Which I've concluded. 17 kids. He got 17 kids. You know what I mean? I'm like, first of all, that's... And it was not one bitch pumping those out. And here's what I'm going to say and what me and Sabrina were talking about early. The number one reason we mentioned this is because we want y'all to understand Nipsey Hussle is so fake deep. He thinks because he stopped drinking soda that he's just a purist, okay? No. And this is crazy because this ain't even a sunken place. But... <laughs> I want y'all not to come to us with that shit. No, because we're I'm not into that shit. Like, I, I like medicine. Exactly. All I ask is none of my medicine contain any animal products, like no dairy. Yeah. Because um, I had to get medicine um, recently, and I asked the doctor, I said, can you just make sure there's no dairy in it because I will get sick, and I just don't want that. And she was like, sure. But it's just like some things you just need medicine for. It just, just cannot. need medicine because. You can't fucking combat. It's just like, for instance, like, um, like um, when people, oh my gosh. Even before I was into like, you know, eating healthy and stuff like that, it just drives me fucking crazy with people with the vaccines, the, sh- the shit yeah. like that. There was a fucking episode of Law and Order. I forgot what the vaccine was, but this lady didn't vaccinate her kid and he was at the playground and there was something going around and one of the other kids died. Yeah, because a, a measles motherfucker is it walking was me- around. It was measles? Yeah, you saw I don't know. I'm I, think it might have, I think it might have been that. I think it might have been. But it was an episode of Law and Order. Yeah. And everybody know that Law and Order is uh, Holy real. Grail. It's real. It's, it's real. true. It's always based off of real things. facts. Yep. So, yeah, Nipsey Hussle, uh, Dr. Sebe, Charlemagne, I just, they can get on this show and they can say, oh, yeah, this is right. But then when Amara Lenegra's like, I'm Afro-Latina, they're like, no, absolutely fucking not. You're making this up. You're making up everything. And I'm just like, okay, I, I just, I can't. I'm going to wash my hands of that yeah so right. we're not into that stuff like i like the only thing i'll tr- like if i have like a cold or whatever i'll tr- like the only i had a cold recently and i didn't take medicine only reason why is because none of the medicine i had in my house was vegan so i drink tea but it was a yeah, fucking but it common works cold itself out. yeah it were a common cold works itself out mm-hmm. and also like there's no cure for the common cold so yeah Okay, so now we're going to go do a quick breakup and break-ins because we got to get to the second place. But the first breakup and break-in, I don't, this don't really count as a relationship, <laughs> but I mean, I I'm feel just, like I'm in a relationship now. I feel like I'm in a relationship too. Safari, um, <laughs> first of all, I, almost, I found out he was Jamaican. Things changed. Yeah, I was Because like, I always right, thought he it. was a nut nigga. Like, when Nikki was with him and I saw him pop blocking it one time, <laughs> and when I heard, and when he when he bucked up the share, I was like, oh, he a bitch. I don't yeah, like him. And weird. when he was on the song, and he was like, you crazy, stupid motherfucker. I was like, he just, he a bitch to me. He liked <laughs> to argue with women. Like, I could see Safari now, like, going in on a girl. But then. But now the fact that we know he's Jamaican is, it's funny. He's Jamaican. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this makes, everything makes sense. When I saw he was six feet and he had white teeth, I'm like, all right, it's he, getting better. He's six, I think he's six foot. It's six three. Six, he's and he ain't six feet. He taller than six feet. Oh, he oh, long wow. as fuck. Oh wow. We getting Wikipedia crazy. Yeah, but I was like, we've been utilizing Wikipedia so much. Okay, and then you know, Love and Hip Hop was actually him and Cardi B. That's say they made Love and Hip Hop made them look better, right? So I'm like, oh, he cool. Like now I understand. But then recently, some pictures leaked, some news, and I'm like, oh, that shit was wild. He got the slammer. He That's crazy. He got the fucker slammer. He got the glitzy glock slammer. And I was like, what's <laughs> happening? Like. I couldn't believe it. That shit was wild. The funniest thing about this is that my cousin, actually, we were at the movies, and he was like, you know, Safari News leaked. And I was like, rolled his eyes. And she's like, no, you don't want to see this. And she showed me at the movie theater, and I never felt so exposed in my life. Like, I felt like everybody in the movie theater knew exactly what I was looking at. That shit was so wild. Like, when I saw the picture, I felt it in my throat. <laughs> Sorry. That man is blessed. That's a blessed young man, and he's Jamaican, so it's just I don't know. They talk about more. he's six. That nigga is not six feet. No, he's not you. because he, he was Juju was tall and was wearing heels, and she he was like standing yeah, over her. And trust me, I feel like I've been like I know. I yeah. feel like I know niggas' heights. Yeah, because I knew Michael B. Jordan was six feet before I even googled yeah. it. They need to stop lying on him like this. I feel like T'Challa. I mean, sorry. I feel like uh, <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I feel like he's six one. 
I think not he, six I feet. think he might be. So. But anyway, um, so yeah, what a blessing. Um, speaking of, Black China is with a new young man, and this young man, I looked him up because. I, I was questioning was he legal? His name is YBN Almighty J. All right. <laughs> what These a name. Getting wilder and wilder with his <laughs> names. <laughs> Why can't my name just be like Gizmo or not? <laughs> no dumb Or a little C or something. <laughs> Cosmo on the mic. Like it always gotta be like some crazy, like symbolic. I'm like, um, all right. Anyway, YBN Almighty J of uh, He's 18 years old from Texas, and him and Black China, it looked like he she was escorting him to, like, the school bus or something. It did not... <laughs> apparently, that's who she's dating now. I got a theory. It, she can't. It she cannot can't. be. But honestly, Black China is a fucking whack Lunatic. Job. She's a lunatic. And I'm, I think she's... St- like you said, she either stealing souls... Or she's, I feel like she might be trying to, I think she might be trying to get some type of like maybe music management out. Maybe she's trying. I want, I know but she's also not this like smart. After you have, I know, I feel like she's not that smart. And like, after you have two kids, a lot of shit, like I'm all for a bitch being evil. Like I'm all for that shit. But when you have kids, that it's shit time looks consuming. weird. It's time consuming. Yeah, it's time consuming because I've done some like evil bitch shit and I did it because I had the fucking time. Like I did it. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't have a yeah, job. Yeah, because I was bored. And yeah. I was bored. And like, I like when I'm bored, that's when everyone. Needs I don't to be even careful. have time to do like that shit that I did because I don't have time I, to do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, so exactly. That's why I'm like, so that's uh, why it's weird. Like I love a like a like a thieving bitch, like a civilian ass bitch, like stuff like that. But like <laughs> when you got kids, that shit look weird. She looks strange, and I just I feel like okay, my idea of her like holding all these young men because it was Playboy Cardi and now it's this young man and I'm like maybe she like trying to get them like like remember she had her little rap career going I mean maybe she trying to do something like that but then I look at her website for Lashed and that shit broke <laughs> so I'm like how can she be a mastermind trying to get a label together and her web fucking her and, bread and one of her pieces of bread and butter don't work and also she don't know how to run so she, she the only she only posts like you like you said you pointed this out to me you only ever see her wearing like lash stuff. Yeah, you never see an influencer wearing all her little lip colors. She'd be like, This hey guys, this is kitten. This is my favorite <laughs> color. It's a new color, guys. And I'm like, Well, if your shit is so cool and so good, why can't you repost like Fenty Beauty, like other influencers wearing it? And it's just like you have too much money, Black China. You do Or send out a fucking PR bitch. Or just get You stingy fucking whore. <laughs> Sorry, but she not. I'm about to say when people be like, you try on wigs and shit to post on social media, and they post your picture, same with Fashion Nova. Yeah. Oh God. So I just I don't know. Back to the guy she with. I'm sure the guy. I I'm like maybe that's her nephew. Like yeah, please, please don't be fucking this new man just that quick. It, it's it don't have anything like you. Obviously you can sleep with whoever you want, but like when you got 18 Sorry, year olds you, coming in out your house and you got a baby that's one years, it ain't a good look. I don't that care. That shit is ghetto. Feminists can come for me if you want. <laughs> no, same. Sorry, Sorry I was fight. We will not have it. That's how I feel. We will not have it. We will not have that. Sorry, I just drifted off and I just saw her like areolas in my mind. But <laughs> it's kind of like mine, like her cousin. You know, from the sex. Was you, you didn't you didn't see it? No, she I had t- like never mind. But yeah, brown nipple gang. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm Yo, fine. what the fuck is that? I don't know. Sorry, it just sounded like somebody just ate some chips in my ear. <laughs> no, <laughs> when you was talking, I just was think I was I was talk, thinking about like China and just like uh, her whole life, from what I know, had just flashed between my eyes, and then like in the background was like her nipples and her being like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> no, from the sex tape. I'm thinking about all the crazy shit she Okay. Did. Yeah. In, in the montage. Somewhere. Yeah, it was, it was a, mon- a little nip slip. <laughs> yeah, in the montage. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Ew, Eric. He said what? I wish I had that montage in my head. Bro, you making Eric be nasty. He okay. is. <laughs> all right, off to the sunken place. Um, So in the sunken place this week, we have, what's his name? NBA Young Boy, which again, what the fucking name? <laughs> Y'all gotta fucking chill, what's wrong with my little, nigga. Lil JJ. Like, <laughs> back to the basics. Like, NBA, even. <laughs> y- young, 
Or his name could have just been Young Boy. Yeah. We don't got a young boy in the game yet, do we? We got a young buck. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got a young boy. NBA young boy, and you don't play basketball. And that shit bothered me because it's not young bull. Like, yeah. yeah we... And also, like, I don't understand three. I think a three <laughs> na- a three word name is too long. Like, I don't have the fucking guts. <laughs> if they're like, what's your name? I'm. It can only be two or one. That's it. Y'all gotta cool it now. And these niggas is, is putting numbers in their name now. Y'all gotta fucking chill. And there's enough names to go around. We're not at that capacity yet where you gotta start putting numbers in your name. Like, I got you. Six nine. <laughs> Black. I'm just like, y'all full of it. Any whore. Um, NBA young boy uh, just recently got arrested. His name is Contrell in real life or something like that. <laughs> and of course. He, yeah, he's 18 years old, and he recently got arrested for allegedly uh, beating up his girlfriend and for a kidnapping warrant. Now, his girlfriend's name is, I think it's Jania or something like that. And there's like a, a tape that surfaced and you could see NBA young boy knocking his girl to the ground. Yes, and dragging her and shit. Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin like style, okay? Yeah. You know, people's elbow and shit. Beating this shit out of her. You could see her kind of like running away, him pulling her and pushing her in. I honestly don't understand how the kidnapping comes into play. Yeah, like I they really, both 18. Yeah, I don't, but I mean, if you hold somebody against they will, I guess it is kidnapping. True. But you know, I, I just don't understand. So he gets arrested. The girl, his girlfriend goes on, you know, air goes online. I was like, we was just playing. We be playing like that. Me and Contrell, we was playing. He was like, I bet you can't push me. I bet you can't push me. I can't. I bet you can't push me. And then he pushed me. And I'm like, bitch. No, she was like, I bet you can't pull me. I bet you can't yeah. pull me. Yeah. I bet you can't pull me. Um, Yeah. So then he body slammed you? Like, I don't get it. Because the video started with her on the floor. Yeah. The video started with him doing a strong, like, get the fuck down there. And she just was, in this video, you could just tell this young girl was lying. Um, A groupie released a video that said that she will do whatever because she's along for the ride. And it's just. I don't know how that groupie knows anything, by the way, but DJ Academics posted it, and I was just watching it like, okay. But um, I feel truly, truly sorry for men like, who think that it's okay to be on. He's 18 years old. Exactly, and like weird. And then his mom was like, free my boy and stuff. And then I had the, well, first of all, this rapper anyway is ignorant as fuck, but he just, this was the last ignorant astro. He like retweeted something, and some guy was like, niggas beat they bitch up every day, free NBA. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? fuck is wrong with y'all? There was so many guys I knew that was like, wow, free the real. All the real ones arrested. Yeah, <laughs> and they gonna put this nigga in a mix with Meek, and I'm like, no. no. One thing you Chill. ain't gonna do is that one. And I just, I don't know, he's, like, how can you just slam your girlfriend to the ground? Apparently some footage came out of her sleeping in the lobby all night Yeah, because he kicked her out of the room. So he's in a sunken place because and he also- put his hands on her. She's in a sunken place because she's in the actual sunken places refusing to come to grips with the fact that this man is abusing you sis yes and like where is her like for real for her parents to be in the sunken places like where the fuck are her parents like how is this going on and like it's just so that is so fucking crazy to want that life so bad and to thirst that you don't even care like this nigga like he act like he just remind me of the kids that had fucking silver teeth when they was like he just like a fucking rabbit like you dog. said he looked like he was one of them kids that was raised by his grandma and his grandma was like too too old to really truly discipline the way mm-hmm. he's supposed to he's a nigga that you didn't want to sit in front of in class cause you knew he had a rubber band he was yep. gonna pop the shit out you somehow yep. so I just I, he looks crazy he looks wild he, does. he looks toxic his mom is like backing it up there's no accountability anywhere and like I, I just do not get and it and I'm keeping track of the niggas talking about free him cause I'm like oh like you're fucking blocked like I bye, Turner bye, bye. I that Turner shit is flow. so crazy how y'all normalize like like the fact that people and somebody was like if y'all don't fight with y'all um with y'all spouse y'all something relationship is boring like at least i'm fucking safe (laughs) the fuck (laughs) yeah right 
You're right. My relationship is boring. But guess what? I ain't got no bruises on me. My neck ain't hurting. I ain't been throwing dent to the ground. Like, the way he threw this little girl to the ground, you would have thought that it literally was like, if you would have blanked, you would have missed it. She would have just been on the floor. He, exactly. Like, I've never seen no shit like It looked like, like he fucking, like, was disgusted by her. Yeah. And like you said, like the sleeping in the lobby, like that was fucking crazy. And also I seen a video, I think it was him. It's so many of these new rap niggas. And Abusive ones. Yeah. Um, he was with his baby mom and she was laying on top of him. And he was calling his baby mom all these type of ugly ass bitches and all this stuff. Like It's very immature. It is it's very so immature. immature. And it's crazy. And it's, and it's, it's scary because I see niggas like this, like on a, like, and like you know general like mm-hmm. life or whatever but seeing niggas like this to have clout and have like a fan base and like people know of and people can do the hashtags and all that shit like that and there's people looking up to you yeah. know whatever cause these young kids is fucking stupid like Dumb not, fuck. not saying that our generation is like any better or whatever but these young kids is fucking stupid like yeah. all they all know that, is musically yeah and like Tide Pods and shit like they just it's, it's fucking crazy they're, they're weird definitely weird one so he's in a sunken place his mom he, in the sunken place and the girl in the sunken place mm-hmm. cause she she really needs help I pray to god that like Oprah's fucking somebody be like babes cause no. y'all all the fuck weird yeah so <sighs> um alright common sense this time and this week um so I went on a little rant <laughs> about this on social media earlier but people who are always discussing their silent moves Weird shit again. What's that called? Lay low and build. Yes, the lay low and build uh genre, <laughs> like a folk, is just driving me nuts. Like y'all all want to be like, what's that bitch name? Nunu, Lauren yeah, London. Yeah, Lauren London. Everybody want to be but like, who La- the fuck? What else does she have going for her besides or- Nipsey Hustle? Going on Hustle. Whatever. <laughs> again, get a fucking new name. <laughs> Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> <gasps> Fuck you get a list from <laughs> It's been there, child. Oh yeah, I forgot you had a list sometime. Yeah, it it hasn't list. come out recently, but Well anyway. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people they got this concept like oh, I'm just gonna lay low and build and I'm gonna shock everybody with all my success <laughs> and the world will be mine. It's like except we all doing the fucking, you fucking same thing. Mojo Jojo is <laughs> niggas. <laughs> Like everybody think that they don't pinky own- and a brain ass nigga <laughs> in the lab and shit, <laughs> scheming. And the thing is, their plans is never that elaborate. And it's also, not- like a lot of them don't even have an audience like that. Like we don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like, and you- if you keep on saying it, like if you keep on saying that you're not staying low and building, like or if you staying keep on- out the, I stay out the way. I do me. I mind my business. It's like we'll keep doing it. Stop talking. Exactly. Because we don't give. You're fuck. not doing anything besides following the law. Like that's all. That's all you're doing. <laughs> Like, I really feel that. Like, you're not doing anything. You're following the law, and you're going to school, or you're going to work. You're paying your bills, and yeah. you're minding your business. You ain't hurting nobody. That's how life is supposed to go. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Like, who cares if you got three pictures on your Instagram? Yeah, like, no, I want people out my business. and But you're bringing more attention because now I feel like you got something to hide. Like, what's that? Be a regular-ass person. Yeah. It'd be the same bitch, bitches or guys that, like, they'll take a picture with, like, a guy and then they put, like, a heart emoji over his face and be yeah. like, my life is my life. Then why did you share the photo? Because you want us to know that there's somebody in your life. So, well, you know? <laughs> so, you know? I don't get And what fucking kills me is there was a YouTuber who said something like that. And I'm like, you <laughs> built your fucking empire on telling on your, your business. your personal life. Yeah. And you know what? The thing about, like, not wanting to say anything, you just don't. That's yeah. it. Like, how Beyonce doesn't want to... Like, she the queen of lay low and build. Like, if you're going to lay low and build, let it be like Beyonce where you don't warn us that you're being quiet you don't warn us that you're building like we don't know what the fuck beyonce doing she could be breastfeeding right now she could be in the (laughs) studio we have no clue because she's the queen of shut the fuck up and handle your business and then you know what we see we see 
self-title come yep. out of nowhere. We, we see, see results. Lemonade. We see something. But people have been laying low and building and telling us about it for years, and there's nothing that comes out of it. And th- you know what? I've learned that sometimes it's best to shut the fuck up when the, f- the first time when it was time for me to lose weight, I felt like I had talked about losing weight so much mm-hmm. that people just, actually somebody said it. I was like, yeah, because when I lose weight, and they was like, yeah, right. Somebody said that to me. I'll tell you after this. Oh, Somebody yes, said that to please me. tell me. And I was like, um, damn, like, people really don't believe my <laughs> shit. So I was like, you know what? That's it. I don't got to make a public service announcement about what I'm mm-hmm. doing because when I'm in this gym, when I'm doing this, that, and the other, it's me, myself, in this sweat, and I'm going to mm-hmm. get it done. And two, three months later, I lost a good amount of weight. Yep. And that same person was one of the people who was like, wow, you look fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that is the definition of lay low and built. Just yep. kind of grind silently. Literally. And what kind of asshole thinks that the rest of us isn't aren't grinding to our own goals? Exactly. Do you think you're the only one with goals? Like, you're not the only one with goals. All of us go to work, pretend like we give a <laughs> shit, and then come home and formulate a master plan. Some, if you're like me, sometimes you do it at work. Yeah, real shit. I'll be at work on LinkedIn like, hmm, who the fuck can I say? I need a no, as soon as somebody, as soon as somebody did that hurt your feelings, you'd be like, yeah. Because <laughs> I know that's what I do. I know somebody Come gets on. smart with you at work. You like, copy that. LinkedIn new opportunities. <laughs> you be like, hey, Siri, um, search job openings. And- <laughs> that's really how I do. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why these hoes think they special. You not fucking special. Y'all fucking weird. Yeah. And they be like, stay out the way. Mind my business. I'm like, Ugh. Continue to do that and by shutting the fuck up. <laughs> And you know what? I just sound like I'm complaining and ranting so much, but it bothers me so much because, like you said, the people who do it don't even have an audience. Like, they be niggas that be having, like, 50 likes at them. Oh, no, sorry, 101 likes. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like such a bitch. Just <laughs> 101 likes could be healthy, depending on what. No, I be getting that much. Oh. But I'm just saying, like, they get that, and they, that shit goes to their head, and they be yeah. like, pe- people watching they be like, me. I ain't even trying for or real. Or they, they be like, the streets is watching me. I got to do this, like, all eyes on me. I'm like. Yeah, they be like, damn, man, I got the whole hood on my back. Like, I got to, like, do this from my family it's like what instagram do you know what a fucking business plan is <laughs> and that's like while we're on the subject of people who are just drawing <laughs> i'm tired of niggas like having all these different uh titles in their like social handle like you know you let you tell it you a blogger you a this you a that you go to their blog, they got three uh, They got three posts, and one, it hasn't been updated since 2014. And you're like, be consistent. Yeah. Stop just be riding off. People want the identity of being successful so mm-hmm. bad, but they do not want to put the work in. They mm-hmm. love being called a blogger, but they don't like sitting down, taking 10 minutes, 15 minutes to write and to think of some new, fresh ideas, and they don't like to do that. What if we called ourselves podcasters, and the last time we update, made a new podcast was in September? <laughs> I know podcasters bigger than us who do shit like that. That's wild. Oh, I'm a podcaster. It's like, no, what you are is a bullshitter with a podcast. (laughs) And did you occasionally update? That's what you are. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. So yeah, that um, just be quiet for real, for real. Yeah, please stop. Leave, let, us, <laughs> leave us alone. Like I feel like you involving me, and I feel yeah. like I just want to be left alone. Oh my god! Shout out to Rel. He's recently um, <laughs> Rel recently told me. I found out that this guy that I was talking to had a family. <laughs> Long story, you know. But <laughs> Rel, I told Rel about it, and Rel was like, if he has a family, why does he feel the need to involve you? Real shit. He's like, why involve you? And that's been, like, my, like, I've been saying that to myself ever since he said yep. that to me. Like, every time somebody has some bullshit, I'm like, why are you involving me? Like, why can't this be between you and yourself? That same thing with you and your goals. Why involve us? Yeah. This your goals, unless you need my coin, unless then, you have a product. Don't involve me. Just go do your thing. Because then you putting that shit in my subconscious, and I'm like, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want it. I, I'm, I'm actually moving in silence. Like, I just don't feel like if it's nothing to tell until I have it anyway. Like I don't need to tell you guys that I'm flying out to LA to meet with somebody until the meeting is signed, final and I have something to deliver. Exactly. And it's that's what a lot of people need to do. Like if you're gonna make it in this industry anyway, you need to learn how to be for real quiet unless you're teasing a project. Hello. Be, shut the fuck up. Thank Hello. you. 
All right, so now we're ending the show. We just wanted to give a shout out to a, a person by the an artist by the name of Bailey Stewart. Um, Bailey, we posted on our Instagram page, um, created a Brett's drawing of Sabria. Thank you so much, hon. That's so cute. So, um, Bailey's name is Sunburnt Angels on Instagram, but also you could check out our Instagram page at Black Girl Brunch. We actually create, um, shared the post and we tagged Bailey. So, you could take a look there. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to Gabrielle. We didn't get a chance to get to her letter, but she got, she put Kaya in the sunken place. <laughs> it was her honorary sunken place email. So, we'll try to share that on one of our social platforms because it had me giggling. I just loved it. We don't I don't really know much about the Kaya thing so that's why we haven't really talked about it. It's so much bullshit with it so that I just don't right. even know where to begin. Kaya's <laughs> a hot fucking mess. She's she like Donald is. Trump. Well, she's not like Donald Trump but <laughs> kind of like one of those people like Donald Trump where every week you know that they're going to say something dumb. Mm-hmm. So you just be like, well, I just don't have time. No one else will be in the tongue place because we would just put you in here all the time. Her, <laughs> yeah. her Azalea your bank it's like Donald Trump. it's just like you gotta pick and you gotta wait yeah. for to really truly fuck up before mm-hmm. you do it so but no we appreciate the letter and we definitely encourage other people to write us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com if you have a person in your personal life to put in a sunken place or anybody else just write it to us yeah, drag them drag them yep drag them right on into our inbox um <laughs> also we are going to be at the for her event on Friday doop Oh, yeah, we're going to be here on Friday. If you're in a Philly area, um, please come by PubWeb from 10 to 2 a.m. for this woman's initiative in honor of Women's March. This event will be hosted by Devin Malai, and it will be featuring the sounds of many women DJs. And PubWeb is always popping for real. It so is. I'm excited for it. We got, I got a bunch of my friends. And, like, seriously, if you're in a Philly area, like, meet us there. It's, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, my neck is hurting, but I'm going to take some ibuprofen. and out here. We out here. We gonna do it. So, any plans? Um, for rest of the week, work and rest. Cause I'm on bed rest. Mm. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. Well, oh, we're officially signed up for the Broad Street Run. Yes. Oh my gosh, I am so nervous, excited, and just I can't. I cannot believe the fact that the, it's a. It was a lottery. And I didn't believe it was a lottery. <laughs> and I just cannot believe that I got picked out of it. It's just so wild. Well, I didn't get so lucky. I didn't get I picked. Know, that's why I didn't, I didn't believe it was a lottery until you told me that you didn't get picked. Yeah, I said I didn't get picked for it. But it's okay because I'm running on the behalf. I was already prepared to run on the behalf yeah, you of were. the American Cancer Society. So I do have a little goal that I need to reach. So if anyone's interested in donating to my little um, cancer... Uh, fundraiser, you can click on the link on my personal bio mm-hmm. on at Iman Mate. But if you can't donate, I understand that too. No worries. So that is, anything is appreciated. Anything is appreciated. And it's going to a good cause. It ain't going to me. It ain't going to Black Girl Brunch. It's going to cancer research that can benefit you, your family member, or you know it's going to benefit somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you can donate and you want to, that's where it's going for. Click that link in my bio. So that's it for this week's show. We'll catch you guys next week. Happy Black History Month. Bye. Bye. Peace.